Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's one You have entered a world where the normal rules of space and time no longer apply. While most of the country sleeps a week from tonight, the memory of one hour will be erased from the entire population. What transpired during this hour? That's the question you'll ask a week from tonight. What conspiracy could possibly have caused such widespread chaos and deceit? What are the repercussions of revealing the truth? You're about to find out in this very special Christian Car Guy edition of the Daylight Saving Zone. Now, Bob, we have deep concern because normally, normally this time of year, we would be considering that it's before Halloween. So the Sunday before Halloween, usually the clocks go back, but that's not happening this year. We don't want anybody to miss church tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> right exactly it's uh it's an amazing thing it really surprised me to find out that they didn't do it before halloween this year so if you're looking at your clock tonight at two and it's still at two that's because it's supposed to be two it's, <laughs> it's supposed to be but next week we'll have another angle in this on the, this whole idea of daylight savings time but we want to get there so if you feel like you're in the twilight zone i know i do uh, then you're probably going to enjoy today's topic, which I felt like I was in the twilight zone this week when it came to ride sharing. That was a term I really had never heard of. Uber and Lyft, they're new words, new concept. What is ride sharing? Is it safe? Is it legal? A- and the way I now understand ride sharing is very similar to a taxi or a limo, but it's cheaper and perhaps easier if you have the smartphone app. So, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, we got all kinds of information, links, so oh, you name it, it's all there, including two screenshots. I took, I downloaded the apps on my smartphone, and either service, both Uber and Lyft, indicated to me that they could have a car to me in 10 minutes, like just where I was here at Truth Broadcasting, and boom, they'd be right here, and, and for my research, a little bit less expensive than a taxi, so what is this stuff? And it's not without controversy because in June, the state of Virginia banned them and then they reinstated them in August. And just in September, California stepped in and said, no, 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 this isn't legal. So if you used or have used Uber or Lyft today, we would love the inquiring minds need to know because I've never used it. I wasn't even aware of it. It's called ride sharing. It's very similar to a taxi or limo service, if you've used it, is it safe? Because they aren't licensed the same way that taxi cabs are. They're not taxed the same way taxi cabs are. 866-348-7884. Inquiring minds need to know, Bob. I was curious if uh, they even check their license. You know, a nine-year-old comes and picks me up. I'm going to be a little scared. Yeah, you can go online to either Uber <laughs> or Lyft and, and apply to be their driver. And I don't know what kind of background checks they do. I, you know, all of a sudden, here comes this person. They're going to give you a ride. 
I'm concerned about the insurance. I'm concerned about a lot of things because I just don't know much about it. So if you've used them and they're great and you're saving money and you love it, you call us, 866-348-7884. Or maybe you got scared <laughs> when you got there. We'd love to hear that too. 866-34-TRUTH. Or maybe it worked out perfect. You know, we want to know that. Yeah, I do. I really do because I haven't used it, hadn't heard of it. But here's the thing. I read an article this week that 12% of new car purchasers are now considering, you know, if you took all the new car people are purchasing and considering purchasing a new car, 12% of them are considering not buying a car because they plan on using ride sharing. So the new car manufacturers are having to take this into account because they think, well, why do I need a car? I'll just use this ride sharing program when I need a car. You don't have to have insurance. You have to do Think of the ramifications for the Jesus labor love, Bob. If we could just get people into rides that, you know, I don't know where it's all going, but you might have the situation. We got Lisa is in Utah and she has used Lyft in San Francisco. Lisa, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. So you've actually used Lyft. How did it or Did the car show up with a big mustache on it like they talk about? <laughs> um, I think it did. I honestly didn't know much about it. My husband and I were on vacation. Um, this was in August. And, you know, we were in San Francisco. We'd never been to San Francisco. We drove there, but um, we got out and started walking around. And then, you know, when you get in San Francisco and you start walking, you get so far and it's like, Oh, now we got to walk back. So he um, he said, well, I have this Lyft app, and let's try it out. And what they do, I guess, is they show you a picture of the guy who's coming to pick you up. They show you a picture of what his car looks like, and I, I think his license plate. And um, he was, they give, they exchange phone numbers, I think, and, or a texting, and then the guy had told him where he would meet him or where he would meet us. And we just went to that corner or that part of the street or that part of the city, and look for that car and they pull up and then you hop in and I guess it's even as far as paying them it's all through the the, the app and so there's no uh, you can tip them through the app and then um you know he picked us up and took us a couple of blocks and it was kind of nice because San Francisco is so crazy to drive around so. and kind of hilly <laughs> and there yeah we had we actually asked them to take us down the crooked street uh-huh. And um, the traffic was so bad. He was willing to do it. He was like, sure. I mean, he was familiar with the area, but, you know, it was a long wait. So we decided to bypass that. But, yeah, it worked out great. We we called him um, two or three times just in a couple of days. That is awesome. I am so thankful you called in because I, I don't have any experience and I didn't know anybody who did. So now we're finding out new things here on the Christian Car Guy Show. God bless you, Lisa. I appreciate you calling in so much. Thank you. Thank you. It's amazing. It's amazing. And uh, and the time's coming. I was listening on an earlier show this morning, and the time's coming where that car will show up without a driver. <laughs> yeah, that may be the case. But if you've had the experience, we would love to hear from you. It's one of the things we're talking about today is what is Uber? What is Lyft? How do they work? Maybe you could use the extra income by applying to be a driver. You know, you, If you got time on your hands and you think, well, I could drive for them, it looks like they accept most anybody. I don't know how it works, but you call us with your experience. Maybe you've driven for them, 866-348-7884. But I did a little bit more research this week, <laughs> not just on Uber and Lyft, but I went to my favorite junkyard. I guess you might know that's Bob's place. It's 109 U Pull It. 
And not only while I was there, I did this research. I discovered the five best-selling used parts, which I think is going to be helpful for everybody to know where you can save some money wherever you are, Salt Lake City or Albuquerque, New Mexico. What what would be the best parts to buy used? But also, (laughs) I asked the folks, what makes you madder than a junkyard dog? Think about that. What makes you madder than a junkyard dog? You know that, that Jim Croce apparently had some experience with that, and and we, we, so, what makes you matter than a junkyard dog? And you know what they told me, Bob? Oh yeah. What did they tell me? When um, a man will have his wife call in asking about a car part when he knows all about the car, all about the part, she knows absolutely nothing about the car, nothing about the part. But he's having his wife speak for him instead of, you know, right. just. So there's the, there's the question is when did you hide behind your wife? <laughs> you know, and, and, and I think that's an interesting question on all sorts of different levels that why would these men have their wife call in? And then as I thought about that, Bob, it occurred to me <laughs> that I had a similar situation that I used to be. I know you're going to think, Robbie, you're six foot, five inches tall, over 200 pounds. Really? Yeah. I was scared of the dark. Here he was, the world's biggest wimp. And so it used to be years ago when we'd hear that creak in the night, whatever it was that we heard, guess who I got up to go check it out? <laughs> My five foot tall wife. <laughs> was that fear of the dark or, or need for the pillow? <laughs> It was actually fear of the dark. And I, and I know my wife would tell you, he did. I really did. I was like, can you go check that out? Is, you know, would you mind, you know, so literally. Did she carry a club or something? <laughs> a baseball bat. <laughs> there we go. But so I know there's wives out there. I know there's guys out there who have experienced this and maybe they would share it, be willing to share it. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. I want to tell you how I got over that fear and but i think we all need to come clean that sometimes we just get scared and we need to hide what does that look like 866-348-7884 we got that coming up in our appraisal by the real black book we got more coming to you from the daylight saving zone <laughs> that's not happening tonight <laughs> all coming up on the christian car Guy show stay tuned Yes, this is <laughs> the Daylight Saving Zone today on the Christian Car Guy Show. We want to make you aware that it is not, tonight is not the time in the United States of America that the time is going to change. You're going to have to wait a week. They have extended it longer and longer, and from what we understand, an effort to actually do away with some form of time. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> no, they're going to have Eastern Standard, but... They're doing something where they're not going to have day, um, the, the, the change anymore. But I would point out that if you're listening in Europe right this minute, you do have in Europe, they, tonight is tonight at 2 a.m. or Sunday morning at 2 a.m. in Europe, it, they'll be changing the clock. But if you're in the good old USA, 
Tonight is not the night. You're going to have to wait a week longer than you normally wait because you could never imagine having Halloween and daylight savings time not happening. But this week, it's not happening. So it's not sooner than you think. <laughs> it's later than you think. However that looks, Bob, we, we, we're here to help. You know what I'm saying? Amen. And we're also here to help on ride sharing. We've been talking about Uber, about Lyft. We would love to hear your story. Have you used one of these ride-sharing programs? Or maybe there's another one that you've used. We would love to hear your experience, the one we had from Lisa. Wonderfully out of Salt Lake City. Sounded like a good experience. 866-348-7884. My concern is it doesn't appear to be licensed or taxed the way that taxi cabs are. Is that safe? Is it legal in certain states like or, California? Or is it even fair to the taxi companies? Well, know? there's a lot of contra- – I mean, we're, we got some hot taxi drivers out there that go to all this trouble to get a commercial driver's license and, it, you know, all the, the licensing and the taxes they have to pay, is it unequal? You know, there's this is technology at work. But I'll tell you one thing, Bob. I have the app, and if you go to christiancarguy.com, I've got some screenshots of using this app, all kinds of information on them, where there's controversy, where there isn't. But, I mean, they literally say at times that there's a car within four or five minutes of me. Boom, it can be there. Well, if you called a taxi, I would imagine it's going to take you longer than five or six minutes. And like she said, you pay for it via your phone. You don't have to have any cash. You can even tip the driver via your phone. You do see the picture of the person that's come to pick you up. I wonder if it's scary if you can say, send me another driver, you know, how that exactly works. But if you've had experience, we'd love to hear from you, 866-348-7884. And the other thing we're talking about is what are the best-selling used parts out there? And we're going to get to that in a minute. But the, the other thing I would love to hear people to call in and confess is when did you have your wife make that call to the park store? And why did you have your wife make that call? But apparently – in talking to the counter people at 109 U Pull It, it's a very common thing for a man to have his wife call on a part. And it may be common, you may be like me, that you were scared of the dark. You would send your wife out to listen to, you know, see what the noise was all about. Well, I promised you I would tell you the story that, that eventually, that right shortly after I came to Christ, Bob, I knew that this fear was just something that, you know, wasn't faith, it was fear. This had to be sin. This isn't what you have in mind, God. I, this is embarrassing. What do I do with this? Well, one night my wife and family went out of town, and there I was in this creepy old house. The lightning, it was like the twilight zone, and I was terrified. And the lightning's flashing and all this stuff, and I'm not sleeping, and i got to work the next day. And I was like, Lord, I know this isn't good. I'm going to give you this. What does it look like? I just want to give you this. I want to lay it at the foot of the cross. What does that mean? I don't understand. And I start listening for God's voice. And God says to me, Robbie, what are you so afraid of? And I was like, this guy with a knife, you know, come in, nah, 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 ah, <laughs> all this hacking and, and all this stuff. And he said to me, and this literally changed my life on all sorts of levels. He said, Robbie, what would be so bad about that? Just like you had said earlier, is it a problem or an opportunity? And I thought, well, now I guess you're saying <clears> – <throat> Are you threatening me with heaven? <laughs> that if somebody actually did come in and kill me, then, hey, I would get to be with Jesus. This would be, you know, and that's what you had planned. Do you really trust me, Robbie? Do you really trust me? And you know what, Bob? I faced my own mortality that night. 
and began the healing process, which really took maybe about a year and a half, my wife would tell you, before I was completely healed. But within a year of that event, I was diagnosed with what people told me was terminal lymphoma, a type of lymphoma. It was killer cell lymphoma. This one is going to take out, took out everybody that ever got it in the United States. You're not going to make it. And because I'd already faced my mortality on the fear of the dark, I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to heaven, and, and again, I did, apparently God had other plans, sent people in there to pray for me, and all these things happened where I was healed. But overcoming that fear was a huge part of my story. So what you thought was a problem, when you fixed it, it, it prepared you for a bigger thing coming down the road. A huge opportunity. So I say all that to say perhaps. If you're asking your wife to make calls for you, <laughs> there's a problem. <laughs> and actually, in our um, appraisal by the Real Black Book coming up at the end of the show, we're going to talk about that. But I would love for wives or husbands, anybody to come clean out there and call us with your story. 866-348-7884. It's part, you're among friends, Bob. We've, we've been there, haven't we? You're looking at the world's biggest chicken right here. What were you going to say, Bob? It's just so many things have been laid on me. Some it just keeps coming at me about is it a problem or is it an opportunity? And I saw it a long time ago on the uh, the billboard there to church. You know, they put up a different thing each week, and that one week it was is it a problem or an opportunity? And I didn't pay much attention, but it seems that God's slapping me around with that in a, in a lot of different areas of my life. This morning I was not wanting to get out of the bed. I was sitting there and really just enjoying the covers and, and just so cozied up there. And all I'd have to do is get up and make a phone call and uh, tell them I'm not coming today. And then here it came. Hey, Bob, is that a problem or an opportunity? <laughs> so I got up, I sprang up, and I went to work. And we, we pray and we have a meeting every morning and uh, we have, have a little share time. And, and this morning that's what I talked about was, you know, how – what I thought was a problem, God just put it in my head that, hey, this is an opportunity. Get up and go share about it. And I did. And I shared at work, and I'm sharing with you guys now. All right. Well, we got a caller coming in. I am interested to know, is this going to be a story about somebody who had their wife? Or maybe it's the wife. Or maybe it's somebody with a Uber or Lyft experience. We're going to tell you the five best-selling used auto parts when we come back. And, of course, we got a whole lot going on with this whole when did you hide behind your wife's story? Welcome back to this Twilight Savings, Daylight Savings Twilight edition of the Christian Car Guy Show. We want to make you aware that the powers to be, I don't know who they are really, Bob, but they have changed time. I've wondered many times who they are <laughs> that's what they say that's what they they say. have said that daylight savings time there's an hour that's not gonna happen tonight it's gonna be a week before it happens and why is that and who makes these decisions for us and who's messing with halloween right, well there you go it just is you know we've never i cannot remember where halloween happened you know after or before daylight savings time so this is this is it you're gonna have to wait a week before that happens, we wanted to make you aware of that. But we're also talking about ride sharing. 
Maybe you've had an ex- experience with either Uber or Lyft or another one uh, you can share with our listeners. Has that been good? Has it been bad? We're also talking about used parts, and we're going to give you the five best-selling used parts. It really tickled me this week when you came out because, you know, a lot of times you ask me questions, and, and I'm not there on the counter all the time selling the parts and everything, and you actually came out and, and researched it with, with the front line. I mean, the people that are answering the phones and, and greeting our folks and and doing the transactions, and what's in my mind and what they actually experience could be two completely different things. Cause. And actually it is, because I've asked you several times, what what do you guys sell the most to use part-wise? And I got the list from them. They compiled it, and they emailed it to me. They spent some time on it. And here's what they came up with, Bob. Number one on the hot list of used parts that they sell are AC compressors. And those things are expensive if you buy them new. Those things are very expensive if you buy them new. And, and apparently you guys sell a whole lot of those. Especially when the uh, summertime comes around. And and then, like after fall kind of gets there, some people don't realize that your defrost, your AC compressor is a huge component in your defrost. Because uh, it has to do dry with drawing, drying the air out and getting a dry air blowing across your windshield. Because you know, if yeah, you don't if have wonder- that going on, it'll fog your windshield up instead of defrogging it. That's right. So air compressors, number two on the hit parade was starters. So if you need, are in need of a starter, why not check out a used starter? Right? We have so many. And so many of the cars that we get, um, have already have a, had a starter put on them. They could have just put a starter on them before, you know, before the car quit, before the head gasket blew, or before you know it was in a wreck or something like that. So many of the starters we have are don't have a whole lot of miles on them. Similarly with alternators, you see that, and it, and so yeah, alternators every, every and starters. day. And so many people come in. My battery's dead. My battery's dead. Well, I tried this battery and it didn't work. Uh, after one or maybe two batteries, you need to check the alternator because, it, you know, there's something not juicing that battery up. There, the chances of getting two bad batteries in a row is, is And that's an easy slim. test, actually, these days. You can take it to almost any parts store. They'll test your battery for you. But then be careful because you got other opportunities on where you can get the alternator that they're going to tell you you may need. And, the, and another thing that they list that I have never heard from your list that you've given me before. This is a brand new one, but it's a really good one. A front spindle. It's amazing. Um, especially the spindles take such abuse. Now the back spindles, you know, they don't turn, but when you turn those tires, it puts so much more torque on your bearings and stuff. And, and then if we have a snowstorm, we're going to sell wheels and we're going to sell front suspension control arms and stuff where people try to make a turn and they can't make the turn and they slide up over the curb and and uh bend their wheels bend their lower control arms damage their front suspension yeah and those are parts that really if you bend a control arm or something like that you know a used one is actually just as good as a new one because it's it's not a matter of that that metal wears it may fatigue to some extent but for the most part used suspension parts when you're when you hit something in the snow or whatever is a, is a great idea now here's one that i know a lot of people are driving around right this minute with their power windows or their power door locks not working and this is a great item 
master window switches and the power door lock switches. So those get gone so quick. A lot of people have learned that trick. They really, that's, and if I had a million cup holders for every car, I believe I could sell every one of them because people's cup holders, they use that. They use that. And if they've got a little mechanism in it and it's not just a hole there, it wants to break. Or if it's one of those that, that folds up and clicks and all that, you know, you'll push it down too far and snap. It's done. Or, you know, but and I could sell you. a zillion cup holders. Cup holders. Cup holders. All right. That's a great idea. And now the last on their list of the hit parade of used parts from them was headlamps and tail lamps. And wow, you know the way those things fog and the, the, the headlamps these days are if they crack, they cost a fortune new. And you got to go to the manufacturer to get them. And that, that's a great thing that obviously wouldn't age. And you have to have them to... Uh you have to have them to pass inspection. The little marker lights on the side, we sell a lot of those because if it's broke, it won't pass inspection. Or if your taillight's cracked, it won't pass inspection. And, uh, you know, we've had lights, sold people one light, and then ours looks, you know, might look better than theirs did. So they had to come back or, or felt like they needed to come back and get the other side so they wouldn't match, you know. But, uh, it just, uh, we can save people money in so many areas. Um, there's no difference in a, a used glass, not much difference in a used glass for like your door glass or, or your windshield or the back glass of a car. We can save people just astronomical And, and if you're in Albuquerque or you're in Raleigh or wherever it is that you are in Richmond today, Iowa, you know, there are used dealers, parts dealers right there by you. And it's a simple thing to test. You know, could I save a lot of money by by doing that? We got Joe is in Layton, Utah. I've been hanging on for a while. Joe's got an oil change question for you. Joe, you're on a Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Hi, uh, enjoy your show. Uh, my question is, I got two questions actually. I bought a 2007 motorhome, a Class A motorhome, 35 foot. Uh-huh. Uh, 2008 was brand new off the showroom. Anyway, I've changed my oil once, you know, to break it in. And now I got a, a hundred and, or I mean, 1,416 miles on my motorhome. <laughs> you know, I just use it for camping. Anyway, I'm going to get ready to go to Florida for us to be a snowbird. And I was wondering, should I change my oil again? Or does it stay good just sitting there? Is it still good? or does it... And my other question, the same thing on the antifreeze. Should I change my antifreeze since it's just been, you know, I sit well, there. Here's I turn a... my motorhome every month on. There is a, a, a wonderful company out there, and I, if if um, my producer will get your email address, I will send you the links. I used to have it at my website, and I checked it uh, just a second ago and saw that I don't have the links up there anymore, but there's a man by the name of Tom Johnson, and he sells kits where you can actually send him a sample of your oil or send him a sample of your antifreeze because I know those motorhomes hold a lot of both, and it can be expensive when you go changing it. And they do a lot of it for motorhomes where they will tell you, you know, they can, they have a test and it's very inexpensive and they can tell you, yeah, it's time or it's not time. Now, normally with any car, you know, they'll tell you that, you know, six or seven months of sitting there is just as hard on the oil as, as it is if it's, you know, being run. And so a lot of folks will tell you to change the oil, whether you're driving the vehicle or not. And certainly when it comes to coolant, that's nothing you want to mess with because 
if you don't change that when it goes bad, it can really oxidize the inside of your engine, and there can be all sorts of situations going on. So if there's a doubt in your mind and you bought it used, I would get this test. I'll send you the link um, if you'll give that information to Johnny, and and he'll send it back. And the guy's real reliable, wonderful Christian man. I've had him on the show several times. He knows all about it. What were you going to say, Bob? Well, if you'll – where I try to judge it is – how much is the oil change going to cost me and how much is it going to cost me if that oil gives that gives out and where it breaks down and and then i lose an engine it's just it's it's, it's expensive not a, it's, it'll pay me now or pay me later yeah. idea. There's, <laughs> you don't even come close but if you can have it tested and yes, you sir, find out that, that the that antifreeze, is, that's amazing i like that and tom johnson i'm trying to think of the name of his company it escapes me right this minute, but Joey, I mean, Johnny will get that information, Joe, and we will get it off to you, okay? Okay, and do you think, the, like, I'm going to pull a car hauler, mm-hmm. is, it, is it, the oil will probably be the same? Or same? Yes, yeah, it would be the, the motor, you know, whatever your owner's manual recommends as far as a motor oil, uh, you know, hauling it, especially since you're in Utah, you're going up and down the mountains, um, you know, it's an interesting thing. If you people think, well, I need a higher viscosity, well, the actual, your engine would almost prefer the oil be a little bit thinner and get the better lubrication. I have a question. The first time you drove the motor home, did it really feel like a barge? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got more. We got uh, Steve in Durham, and we're going to get other questions when we come back. Thanks for calling in, Joe. God bless you. today that it may be <laughs> afraid of having somebody talk to us on the phone or sending our wives out ahead of us and we're going to get to that in a minute uh, we're talking today about these ride sharing services and still anxious to hear from anybody who's had an experience with uber or lyft we have all kinds of information on that as well as the jesus labor love and all our stuff at christiancarguy.com our website, the Jesus Labor Love Being Free Car Repair Labor for Single Moms and Widows Across the Country. We need volunteers for that. We need your prayer. We need your help. But also, if you know somebody in need, by all means, look at the Jesus Labor Love tab there at, at ChristianCarGuy.com. Right before we went to break, Bob, this man had this motorhome, and he was wondering if he should change the oil, if he should change his, uh, he'd bought it used, whether or not he should change the, the radiator the uh, antifreeze and the radiator, and I mentioned that I'd forgotten the man's name, but as Tom Johnson was is the man with JG Lubricant Services, JG Lubricant Services, they are fine Christian people and they do the, that testing. But you had an experience with the motorhome. I drove one one time, and uh, the man mentioned that he had a thirty-five footer. I drove a forty-five footer, 
and the very first time I drove something that size, I felt like I had a battleship on the road. <laughs> it it just it just seemed so huge, and I just knew I was running all over everybody and all out in their lane. It felt like, but you know, it's just when you change sizes. And I've drove driven big vehicles before the rollbacks and stuff like that, but it just seemed like I had a road full. But nobody sunk your battleship. No, sir. Nobody's <laughs> We got Steve is in Durham. He's got a question for us. Steve, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. How are you? I'm wonderful. What have you got for us? Well, I've got uh, a question, um, and I also have uh, a suggestion for the gentleman who called about changing the oil in his motorhome. Okay. Uh, 30 years ago, I went. Uh, I, I converted all of my vehicles over to uh, Amsoil synthetic lubricants uh, because you get extended drain intervals and you get a superior quality of oil. And yeah. so I don't know if he's familiar with synthetic lubricants, but uh, that might be something he would look at. Yeah, because you're changing a lot of oil. It gets expensive. That's, that's a good idea. So you got a Toyota that has some issues with the warning lights? Yes, I have a 2007 Toyota FJ Cruiser, and sometime in the last several months, uh, just sporadically, the ABS, VS, VSC, and track lights just pop on on the dash, uh, and I've not noticed any failure uh, in, in the brakes or the traction control or anything. It's just the lights come on if, uh, so when I get to a stop a, a place where I can stop safely, I'll turn the car off and start the car again, and it may be days and days and days before it comes back on again. So I was just wondering if uh, you had a suggestion where I should start to look. Well, yeah, that system is full of sensors, and it's also you know full of, of opportunities, as Bob mm-hmm. would say, because you have all that. But in some cases, I have had it happen uh, I'm always looking for the cheap, easy way out, and I have had it happen where there was a sensor. I know it's this way on Chrysler's that actually, if the brake fluid is fluid is low, it will flip that light on. And so you, I don't know if that may be the first thing you checked, but man, if you can just put a little brake fluid in there and boom, that light goes off, man, that gives you a peace of mind. That's unbelievable. But I take it that light is yellow that you're looking at the warning light. Yes, they are. And so warning lights is a general rule or, or a caution light. There's some kind of an issue that they're saying. When I've, if you've got a brake light that comes on that's red, that means obviously, and you know this, I'm sure, Steve, that you pull over to the side of the road and stop because a red light, any light on your dash that is red, is telling you to stop. Yellow lights are caution lights like check engine lights or, in this case, ABS lights and those kind of things. And I did have that opportunity once where it was the fluid but there again, there is uh, in that Toyota. There, there probably is a place if it's not the brake fluid that someone that's got, you know, the the computer hookup can plug in and tell you why it's sending that why it's sending that signal. Okay, and uh, the brake fluid uh, solution sounds logical because it's it's almost time to replace the pads. Ah, yeah, and that's would, that's what happens when the brake brake pads begin to wear. You you displace brake fluid, and away you go. You know, that, I hadn't thought of that yet, but that makes perfect sense, Robbie. Oh, I hope it works for you. We'll be praying for I you, Steve. Hope so too. God bless and, you. And uh, thank you for your show. God bless you. I appreciate it very much.
And now we're going to move on to our appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. You know, Jesus didn't have a wife to hide behind. <laughs> but he did sort of use a ride-sharing program, uh, Bob. I don't know if you noticed that in, in the when he <laughs> went for the donkey. He, he did have that. But all that aside, I, I want to share something that, to me, really helps me when I consider hiding behind my wife or some of the fears that I think uh, in general. And one of the fears is a salesperson most of my life that I dealt with is, is a fear of what are other people going to think of me. And I came across this this week and it really, really helps me. And I think about that man who is, he's got to call the part store and he's feeling a little insecure because I don't know that much about cars. I don't want to look like I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't want to look like I don't have what it takes. So he thinks he's going to get his wife to call and he ends up looking more foolish because his wife really doesn't know. And the guy on their counter listening to him yell at his wife behind it, it just doesn't, it doesn't look good. But this is what, how Jesus looked here. And if you look in John chapter seven, starting at verse two, among the crowds, there was widespread whispering. Some said he's a good man and others replied, no, he deceives the people. But no one would say anything publicly about him because they were afraid of the leaders. Now, about halfway through the festival, Jesus went up to the temple courts and began to teach. And the Jews were amazed, and they asked, how did this man get such learning without being taught? This is an amazing thing that Jesus said. In verse 16, he said, my teaching is not my own. It comes from the one who sent me. Anyone who chooses to do the will of God will find out whether or not my teaching comes from God or whether I speak on my own. Whoever speaks on their own does so to gain personal glory. But he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is a man of truth. There is nothing false about him. And I think, how often am I speaking? And I'm concerned about what Robbie looks like. Whether I'm th- concerned about the one who sent me. <laughs> And, 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 and Bob, does that step on your toes? A oh, yeah, That's I, all over I'll, my toes. I'll have a little limp going out the door. <laughs> but uh, if we just listen, we'll figure out what the message is. I mean, because he has just beat me to death with this. Is it a problem or is it an opportunity? And, and I won't make it home before something that I think a problem comes up. And if I'll just look at it, he has just presented me with another opportunity. Whether it's an opportunity to to show, you know, how we're supposed to walk or, or, or how an opportunity to improve myself and to deal with the problem a little better than I did in the past. Or maybe help somebody else with one of their problems or, or let yeah, them when see I take that. The responsibility off of Robbie doesn't have to look good or bad. If this is something God is wanting me to make this call or to not be afraid of the dark if i can just trust you know that's a pretty good place to be well we want to thank you all for listening to the christian car guy show remember you can find all this stuff at jesus i mean at the christiancarguy.com including jesus labor love free car repair labor for single moms and widows what you want to say bob it's just great to be here today and i'm just really glad that god's laid on me what he has and i hope this I'm glad you got out of bed. Yeah, amen. And remember, <laughs> on the rest is. of this day, it's not daylight savings time this week. And slow down. Jesus said, <laughs> Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years, even with his ride sharing program. I'm just saying.